0: Alright, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh, and if you are tuning in for the first time, well, welcome,
1: welcome, welcome.
0: Um, I am from Red Pills TV. That is a platform I created after a bout with internet censorship. That's right, I was deleted from YouTube, I was deleted from Twitter, I was deleted from Patreon, I was deleted from Twitch. Permanently suspended, I cannot go back. And uh, you know what? That's okay. Because now I'm on the airwaves, we're here in... Western New York speaking the truth. We're also this broadcast as a podcast on our our Spotify, our Podbean Google and Apple Podcasts. You can find that out there if you search the Red Pill Project. Red Pill Project is this uh, project of information dissemination that I created to get information out there, to get truth out there, to get a perspective that people don't typically see. And if you listen to me for some time, you can understand that people are not seeing what is really happening out there in the world. If you want to visit me outside of uh, what we're doing here, you can find us at the URL, redpills.tv. Redpills.tv. And what we do is we expose what is happening in the world, the agenda of the New World Order, the agenda of the globalists, of the multinationalist. See, what they're trying to do is they're trying to infiltrate our country. Well, not trying. They already have. They've infiltrated multiple aspects of our country already. But what they're trying to do is bring America down to her knees because America is the last stand, the last beacon of freedom and hope in the world. If America falls, the world falls. The world falls to totalitarianism. I call it techno-fascist, totalitarian-controlled, oligarchical ruled New World Order. And that's what they're trying to do. And, it, and you know, if you look outside, if you go to the gas pump, if you go to the grocery store, if you listen to your local politicians, you'll begin to see it. They all know it's happening. Everybody in Washington, D.C. is in on it, whether they're Republican or Democrat. Wars are fake and hoaxes. Not that they're not really happening. Oh, no, they're really happening. But it's just a perpetuation of money, a money laundering scheme, a destabilization scheme to put the world into a state of chaos so that they can make the appropriate changes they need to implement their world order. Another fake event that happened is the January 6th insurrection, with big quotation marks around insurrection. And from the Gateway Pundit this morning, they all lied, and we have proof. Highly sensitive Department of Justice January 6 documents leaked to the Gateway Pundit. FBI confidential human source infiltrated Proud Boys, ran FBI operation on January 6th, reported they were innocent. The FBI and the Department of Injustice continued to viciously politically persecute American citizens and terrorize the public. Now they've been caught. Shame on the McCarthy-like January 6th Unselect Committee for abusing their power and abusing groups like Proud Boys and Oath Keepers as fall guys so they can punish their political opposition. This is not the United States that we were promised. Absolutely it's not. Their lies are being exposed. A whistleblower has leaked a treasure trove. ...of documents and text messages, some marked highly sensitive to the Gateway Pundit. These documents in, contain incredible expulcatory evidence proving the Department of Justice was aware that a group of indicated Proud Boys were innocent, yet are pr- prosecuting them anyways. This whole... Uh, Dump of documents is on the Gateway Pundit. You can find this. The informant told his handlers at the FBI that the Kansas City Proud Boys group he was infiltrating and accompanied to the Capitol on January 6th were not involved in, nor did they inspire the breaking of the barriers at the Capitol building. CHS described the scene as a crowd doing it as a herd mentality and that it was not organized. The crowd was shouting, stop the vote as they made their way to the Capitol building. There were no overt threats of violence made at the time. Not only that, but the informant also testifies to the FBI that Proud Boys planned to come to Washington, D.C. to risk their own safety to protect average Trump supporters from Antifa attacks so MAGA folk could enjoy the day and get back to their hotels safely. Meanwhile, the drinking fraternity, along with ex-military and law enforcement group The Oath Keepers, had become the fall guys along with President Trump Or their entire phony insurrection. Now, you know, I know Stuart Rhodes, the founder of the Oath Keepers. Back in 2008 in Washington, D.C., I was uh, one of the founding members of the Oath Keepers. And I ran a charter out of Washington, D.C., well, active duty military of the Oath Keepers. Stuart's a good guy. Stuart's not an insurrectionist. Stuart, you know, would not do anything like this because obviously... Before January 6th happened, I will tell you this, because we were on our way. We were going to go there. The Red Pill Project, me, my co hosts and a lot of other people, we were going to go to January 6th. And we decided against it. The reason we decided against it, because we realized it was one big setup. We realized that they were going to utilize it against conservatives, Republicans, No matter what, they were going to instigate something, that there was going to be a terror event or they were going to uh, infiltrate group. We knew it. And so if we knew it, Oath Keepers knew it. Proud Boys knew it. They all knew it. And Stuart Rhodes and and the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys, they're not that dumb. They're not that dumb to go out there. But what you saw happen was infiltration by federal agents into those groups, which promulgated those attacks. Which instigated and fueled those attacks. This is your government, people. This is your government infiltrating against you. You know, I I I occasionally reference Cointel Pro, Rex84. These are keywords. I want you to go out there and Google. Co Intel Pro. Google that. Google Rex eighty-four. Google Directive 51. These are critical things to understand that your government has been planning these events for a very long time. Now, I'm one of those true believers that our government, and and I'm not saying like, you know, our elected officials or the government on the surface level. I'm talking about the deep state. I'm talking about these people that have an agenda at hand that are working at the highest levels of government that influence other people to do things. But I'm telling you right now that they are behind almost every massive terror event in this country, every mass shooting in this country. The last two shootings we had, Buffalo and Uvalde, Texas. One of the most interesting facts that you will find out there is that both of these 18-year-old individuals were on a Discord chat form. Discord is a voice chat forum, an app that you can download. They were both on the same Discord chat forum which I believe now has been shut down. The founder of that Discord chat forum, 13 days before the Uvalde, Texas shooting, said, 13 days to go, boom, boom, boom. 13 days before it happened, he says, 13 days to go, boom, boom, boom. Now, it was rumored that this Discord chat channel was being utilized to groom these young children, these 18-year-olds, And influence them, provide them all the materials they need to go out there and commit these crimes. Now, what's interesting is if you start pulling up articles of the Buffalo shooter, you'll find that a former FBI agent from Texas, interesting enough, was being investigated because he had collaborated with the young kid on Internet chat forums now, a former FBI agent going on this Discord internet chat forum and communicating with these kids just happens to be the same chat forum that the Uvalde shooter was part of. Now, do we have any proof of this? Yeah, actually we actually do. There, are, um, there is a mentally ill kid, 18-year-old kid in Florida. And we can pull up the article. It's on the, the, the uh, Red Pills TV but his parents noticed his, their son was becoming um, very, very disturbed, and he was a schizophrenic. And so they started talking to him, and, and they uncovered a whole bunch of text messages. And they start investigating the text messages and seeing these, these text messages and this online chat form that he's on are trying to fuel him to go out there and become a shooter, to go up there and shoot up schools and these types of things. This is an 18-year-old mentally ill 18-year-old boy. The parents start investigating who these people are that are talking to their kid. And so they text them back, and guess what? It comes back, and it's the FBI. The FBI was fueling their son to become radicalized. And then they came back and said, oh, no, no, your son was, was doing this on his own. And they said, well, we have all the text messages. And now they're in a lawsuit against the FBI. Did you know that the first... The first attack on the World Trade Center buildings back in 1992 was a national exercise against terrorism. That's right, it was. They had hired the driver of the van to drive the van into the World Trade Centers. He didn't even know that there were real bombs. He was just as scared as everybody else. Makes you think about things like Waco or Oklahoma City bombing. Timothy McVeigh, to the day he died, I'm innocent. Why? Most likely, he was taking part in a national exercise. He thought he was trying to help the FBI capture bad guys. Makes you think about September 11th. Few things to think about on September 11th. Why was Dick Cheney at the Pentagon? Dick Cheney, the vice president of the United States on September 11th, has absolutely zero military authority. The vice president has zero military authority unless he is the president of the United States or acting interim president of the United States, which he was not. And see, there's a separation of powers, and this is why the vice president has zero military authority. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about some news as well, things that are happening in the world. We'll be right back with more Dark Light Show. Hey, guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot, supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, the Dark Delight Show, with using... Promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase.
2: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com.
0: The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now That is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you.
2: Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations.
0: Alright, we are back with the Dark Delight show and we're talking conspiracy. I love conspiracy, it's great talk. <clears throat> you know, we, we ran those ads there. We have what, my pillow, Dr. Kirk Elliott, and my Patriot Supply. You know, these are uh, my sponsors, my affiliates. These are ways that you can help support myself and the show and the Red Pill Project, Alternative Media, and everything we do. Um, It's much appreciated if you guys do use those. For my pillow, it's at RPP code to save up that 66%. If you want to go to Dr. Kirk Elliott, start talking to him about gold and silver IRAs, 401k transfers, rollovers, uh, TV slash gold should take you there. Or the best way is getgoldtoday.com. And just fill out that form or give them a call and they will take care of you. Dr. Kirk Elliott, you guys can give him a call actually. 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900. And I urge you because this country is moving to a point of financial peril. This is not good where we're heading. And, and, And it's all by design. But I want to finish up here on September 11th. Dick Cheney sitting in the, F, in the Pentagon. And he calls off the fighter jets. Now, this is interesting because there is a three-star general that has been called out by Trump. Trump has been uh, talking about this general. Raisin Kane, General Dan Kane. Just so happens that he happened to be one of the F-16 pilots that was flying over Washington, D.C. on September 11th. And he couldn't understand why they didn't give him the option to engage. They actually told him not to engage because the pilot had the ability to engage. Dick Cheney told them to stand down. Dick Cheney told them to stand by, stand down and let that plane run into the Pentagon. You got to wonder why. Why would Dick Cheney do that? What, what benefit did a plane running into the accounting section of the Pentagon have towards Dick Cheney, his cronies, his companies, the military-industrial complex? Well, 20 years of war, trillions of dollars spent, that's a good one, uh, $1.2 trillion that was under investigation for mishandling and misappropriation of funds that was under investigation by the Senate, that all the files were kept right there in the same spot that the plane hit, um, that the day before... The Senate said that they were going to investigate and requested all the documentation. That's, a, that's another one. But these are, these are just conspiracy theories. I mean, goodness gracious. <laughs> you gotta wonder. Yeah, you have to start going back in the history and looking at, at all these events. Did you know that the reason that we went into the Vietnam War was because of a bombing of a U.S. naval ship in what's known as the Gulf of Tonkin? The Gulf of Tonkin, yeah, that's right. That's right, the Gulf of Tonkin. They went in there and uh, bombed the ship, the Vietnamese. So we went to war with them. Unfortunately for them, that event never happened. It was all a lie. The Gulf of Tonkin incident never happened. We're going to go to the lines. Tim from Ranaquite. Tim, how are we doing today?
2: Awesome, man. Thank God for your show. You are excellent. We need to have more of this and louder of it. Weren't there a bunch of bonds that were due uh, during 9-11? That was also one of the things that were blown up or misplaced. Weren't there bonds that were being matured at that date?
0: Uh, I don't know about the bombs.
2: Oh, I, the I can bonds, tell you- bonds, bonds. Oh, bonds. Words. There were, there were bonds. There are bonds. There's a couple hundred billion dollars worth of bonds that were reaching their maturity date. I think they're in the base of uh, Building 7. That. 9-11 was about so many different things. It's just so complicated, and the, and the sheeple that get their head around it's going to be really hard. But you are awesome, man. Keep doing what you're doing.
0: I appreciate you, Tim. Thank you much.
2: Now, what about I, this election? What about doing a graph with an X and a Y axis and list all the people that are running locally, nationally, and then also list who's funding them, and then let somehow let it be a public forum. Let, let them know how these people who are running, who's funding them. Are they offshore bankers? Is it Soros?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You, you know what that? I would love to see? You know what I'd love yeah. to see? Uh, yeah. I would love to see people. I, I think, um, what's his name? Um, ah, goodness, I'm going to forget it. Robin Williams. When he did that movie where he became president, he said, I think politicians should wear all the patches of everybody who funds them on their suits. I agree with that.
2: Kevin, Kevin Klein. I don't remember that
0: Oh no! It was Robin Williams. It was definitely Robin Williams. Um, oh, Robin Williams. Okay.
2: okay, but yeah. Yeah, we, should, I, I, I'm, we have to. Have, go ahead, we go have ahead. To have better disclosure. We have to have it. I mean, Leticia James. How did she get elected? Appointed
0: her. Well, the right. Biden administration appointed her, and the the Senate confirmed her, because we have Republicans in the Senate that are not Republicans. They're rhinos. They're Democrats in disguise. And they're traitors to this country. For goodness sake. She's not a biologist. She doesn't know what a woman is. Uh, Tim, I appreciate the call. I'm going to touch on your 9-11 comments here though. So, uh, talking about September 11th. So, I I have a, uh, my former fiance worked for UBS, United Banks of Switzerland. She was a senior executive account associate. So she basically worked with the executive staff and oversaw all the high-level executive accounts. Um, And she did this in the digital side. So 2001 digital side online banking was relatively new. Uh, But one of her things that she was in control of was all these servers that transfer money globally. And so you have like the interbanking exchange that utilizes the SWIFT system. And so money is being continuously transferred to different currencies around the world all the time. And she said that the servers had never been down longer than one minute. They're typically down 59 seconds for maintenance and updates and come back up. And on September 11th, they're down for 3 minutes and 45 seconds. She says when they brought the servers back up, they found over, I think it was about $4.5 billion missing, gone, just vanished in thin air. She goes, this happened on September 11th. And she goes, the only way that that robbery could happen like that is if someone at the high level of UBS knew this. Secondly, that they would have to know that the event was going to happen and they'd have to calculate exactly the server downtime to go in there, grab the money and pull it out. Now, Tim was talking about bonds that were maturing that were at Building 7. If you don't know what Building 7 is with the World Trade Centers, I highly recommend you go check it out. Uh, BBC had reported that Building 7 had collapsed two hours before the building actually collapsed. Now, isn't that odd? Secondly, Building 7 collapsed and no plane flew into Building 7. Building 7 collapsed in the exact scenario of a controlled demolition. The uh, Which is Silverstein, Larry Silverstein, the owner of the World Trade Centers, just two months prior took out, I think it was a $1.2 billion insurance policy on the World Trade Centers. One other thing is that Twin Towers 1 and 2 both had massive asbestos infiltration and the insurance companies were not going to um, insure it past December of that year. The security company that went in there and oversaw all security at the World Trade Centers was uh, the guy, I haven't looked at this stuff in so long. The last guy, the last name was Brown, but guess what? He's cousins to the president of the United States at the time, George Herbert Walker Bush or George Walker Bush. Okay. Um, The weekend before September 11th, There was a maintenance crew going in there for the asbestos, going in there and renovating all of the elevator shafts. And they were in there with absolutely zero, zero oversight on their access, bringing in large bags over and over and over again and spending most of their time while the elevators were down that entire weekend. I wonder what they were doing in those elevator shafts because those elevator shafts give them direct access to the critical infrastructure of that building both of those buildings and so anybody who thinks that two planes brought down the Twin Towers I highly recommend you go talk to a weapons expert an aviation expert a a commercial pilot a building expert, an architectural expert because they'll look at that and tell you you're nuts did not happen We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this.
2: Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations.
0: All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show, and we're talking about, well, ways that our government undermines our authority, our freedoms. We're talking about the joke that September 11th was. Not that it didn't happen, but the joke that uh, it was 19 terrorists in planes. Um, I had joined the military just uh, a few days before September 11th. I left a few days after September 11th. Um, and I was I was one of those people. I mean, I've been conspiracy minded for a long time. I was one of those people that believed the narrative. But then, you know, I'm I'm also a person of science. I'm also a man who studies physics. And I started looking into it. And I said, oh, no, there's something definitely wrong here. And you can count the collapse of those two Twin Towers. And it's about eight seconds. Now... Would you imagine that the amount of time it would take those two skyscrapers to fall at free fall velocity is eight seconds? That means with absolutely zero resistance, zero gravitational or zero resistance would be eight seconds. People talk about the pancake. It should have pancaked because he had concrete floors. Either way, something, something happened on that day, and we're not being told the whole truth. And you can go back to the ultimate conspiracy, and that's the JFK assassination. Now, this is something that I'm actually, uh, uh, I've looked into heavily. One of my friends is a guy by the name of Mark Shaw. I don't know if you guys know this, but Mark Shaw, great human being, but probably the subject matter expert on the JFK assassination. Uh, Mark Shaw... He has a few books out there, Fighting Injustice, Collateral Damage, The Mysterious Deaths of Marilyn Monroe and Dorothy Kilgallen, and the Ties That Bind Them to Robert Kennedy and the JFK Assassination. What an amazing book that is. Collateral Damage. And so if you guys don't, firstly, if you don't know who Dorothy Kilgallen is, you have one of his first books, which is called The Reporter Who Knew Too Much, The Mysterious Death of What's... What's My Line TV star and media icon, Dorothy Kilgallen. Um, Dorothy was basically died of a drug overdose, who woman who'd never done drugs before in her life. But she was an investigative journalist, and she started investigating the JFK assassination and started uncovering some crazy things. Another one of uh, Mark's books was Denial of Justice, Dorothy Kilgallen, Abuse of Power, the Most Compelling JFK Assassination Investigation in Human History. Now, I've interviewed Mark uh, three different times. And he talks about uh, the evidence evidence signaling the potential motives of Kill Galen's arch enemies. J. Edgar Hoover, mobster Carlos Marcello, Frank Sinatra, her husband Richard, and her last lover. Denial of Justice adds the final chapter of the story behind the famous journalist was killed. Um, But basically, Mark puts this together through decades of research. Um, He's had multiple whistleblowers come forth, give him information, tie things together, make connections. He claims that Robert F. Kennedy um, ordered the hit on Marilyn Monroe because Marilyn Monroe was talking about some very, very um, high critical items about him and his brother. But the people that killed JFK was primarily the mob, as well as... Um, Lyndon B. Johnson and the connections to the Central Intelligence Agency. Um, And it's very well wrapped up in that on the day of the JFK assassination you had somewhere up around 17 to 18 shooters because they had to make sure that he would die. Ethan Hunt, who was a Central Intelligence Agency officer during that time, had a deathbed confession saying that him and a few of his partners were the ones that took out JFK. Ethan Hunt if you don't know, was good friends with a guy by the name of George Herbert Walker Bush. George Herbert Walker Bush, there's a good old picture there, in Dallas, Texas, the day when JFK is walking out of the building, and right there is George Herbert Walker Bush, standing right there on the building. Now, later on, he says, oh, I wasn't even in Dallas at that time. But also, interesting enough, is the one man who gave. The description of Lee Harvey Oswald to the police. The guy called up, gave the description, signed a written testimony. Guess who that was? The guy by the name of George Herbert Walker Bush. I, I'm not lying about this. You can check this out. I believe it was Peter Jennings in the 1989 presidential election who actually had the documents, brought them up, and was immediately criticized for these documents. Well, you know, George Herbert Walker Bush goes on to be a congressman and then head to the CIA, and then him and his cronies get in. And this was the original coup of our country, taking out JFK. I'm not saying JFK was a sweetheart. I'm not saying that he was uh, the, uh, the, the, the most reasonable guy in the world. I mean, he obviously got elected through corruption. His father utilized his mob ties to get JFK elected. JFK was one of the first presidents who was put in place through voter fraud. Check it out. I'm mean, Check out Mark Shaw, his work is phenomenal. But we gotta wonder, because there's a lot of false flag events happening. There's gonna be more happening coming soon. We're seeing a false flag event right now on our economy. Now, what about this? How about this one? I'm gonna bring this up here. New York City launches nuclear attack preparedness public service announcement that's right they launched us today monday while the likelihood of nuclear weapon incident occurring in new york city is very low it is important new york new yorkers know the steps to stay safe the city's emergency management department said in its announcement the psa encourages new yorkers to take key simple steps in the event of such an incident the 90-second video starts with shots of destroyed uh, destroyed city blocks, so there's been a nuclear attack, the announcer says. Don't ask me how or why, just know that the big one is hit, so what do we do now? And they come out with a series of steps. Get inside, fast. Get into a building, move away from windows. Number two, stay inside, shut the doors and windows, go to the middle of the building... Get clean immediately, remove clothing, and shower with a show soap or shampoo. Stay tuned. Follow media. Sign up for Notify New York City. <laughs> Officials will send wireless emergency alerts, WEAs, and stay put. Now, wh- what's interesting about these three steps is these three steps will do absolutely nothing for you in the advent of a nuclear incident. Firstly, don't get inside buildings. Get underground. Um, yes, stay inside. Underground get in something that is reinforced by massive levels of concrete sewers subways those are where you would want to be you don't want to go into a a building in new york city what are you crazy this is just absurd this reminds me of the back in the cold war when um, in the 1960s 70s and 80s they would do the uh the nuclear drills in schools And kids would crawl under their desk and get into the fetal position. Um, You know, you're just just waiting to die in that case. Uh, My father always used to tell me that if you saw a big flash of light, run towards it. Because you're already dead. And he's right. Is if you see that big flash of light and you're blinded by it, just run towards it. You're already dead. And unfortunately, You know, unfortunately, we live in a world where we have to look at that kind of stuff and think about that kind of stuff. And um, I hope and pray to God that that never happens, that those events never come forth. We had some interesting information coming about this weekend. Uh, Hunter Biden's cloud storage allegedly has been hacked and leaked on the internet back channels of 4chan. Uh, We went ahead and started looking at a lot of this stuff, and we didn't look at any of the the video or the media, but we were just trying to find the legitimacy. This is myself and my team, and uh, it looks legitimate. It looks very, very similar, though, to a lot of the laptop information that had came out uh, about uh, about a month ago. Um, there's some questionability of the authenticity of this information, but potentially could be Hunter Biden's iPhone. So we'll see if that is. Let's go to the lines real quick. John. John, what's up, man?
1: Hey, Josh. You know, I got to tell you, you brought up uh, George, George H.W. Bush, I when I read the book Roger Stone wrote about uh, Clinton, I forget the name of the book, but it was about Hillary Clinton and the Clinton uh, crime family. Anyway, uh, there was a chapter in there about the reason the Bushes and the Clintons are so close today is it goes back to when Clinton was governor of Arkansas and George Bush. H. W. Bush was, this, I think, at that time the CIA director or vice president. I can't remember. And they actually uh, funneled cocaine and illegal drugs from South America into Arkansas uh, into one. I'm not sure if it was Little Rock or somewhere in Arkansas when Clinton was governor. Governor, and they had a that was in in conjunction with the Iran Contra thing, where they were uh, getting. The drug revenue to pay for weapons, uh, but but anyway, I thought that was that was pretty interesting. The the other thing is uh, the Oath Keepers and uh, the Proud Boys, they're getting uh, victimized by this January 6th panel, especially the Oath Keepers. I on WISL, I heard a number of times some of the leaders of the Oath Keepers, and they seem to me to be pretty prim and proper, just patriots. They wanted to protect the United States, and I'll tell you, as a citizen, uh, I'm a little afraid if you if you demonize and put the oath keepers, groups like the oath keepers out. And I don't know too much about the Proud Boys, but we need those groups to protect us from Antifa and BLM. Uh, You know, this is what it's going to come to, I think, and it has come to it to a certain point. Yeah, you know,
0: I, I. I agree to a certain degree. You know, the Oath Keepers and Proud Boys, they are massive organizations that have grown over the years. But, you know, I I have some other friends and connections, and uh, I'm not going to talk too much about this, but I I can tell you that there are other groups in this country that are well-known but uh, are rebels, they are known as bad boys, and I promise you, they know what's happening in this country too. They're seeing it unfold, and they're not very happy because it threatens their way of life. Right. You right. know that uh, that that driving down the road on the motorcycle type of stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. But you know, uh, Josh, uh, there's—I don't know if if you know Russ Thompson. Russ Thompson was. Uh, kind of the chief of staff for uh... carl paladino when he ran for governor back in two thousand ten russ has been an activist conservative activist in uh... buff the buffalo area and his wife put he was kind of ill at the time but in two, during the, the january 6th uh, uh... riot uh... she put together some uh, some busloads of people i think from buffalo and rochester for january 6th. and. She didn't, I don't believe she got inside the Capitol, but she came very, very close, and she was interviewed, her and Russ. Russ couldn't make it to the uh, January 6th uh, protest, but mm-hmm. uh, they were interviewed for hours by the FBI in Buffalo, and I. the reason I know this is I heard her uh, on, she was on a two-hour talk show, and she talked about it. Uh, this is going back probably at least a year ago. Uh she, I think they would be an interesting guest for you to talk to uh, on their interpretation January 6th. The long and short of it is the FBI from Buff- the Buffalo FBI, uh, they had a very friendly conversation. And they these agents seem to be pretty sympathetic to the innocence of Jewel Thompson and the group uh, from Buffalo.
0: Hmm. Gotcha. Well, you know what? Make that introduction uh, and send me that information in email. That'd be great. Um, And we can take it from there. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back with more of the Dark Delight Show. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot, supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell, as well as myself and this show, the Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase.
2: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com
0: The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D P-I-L-L-S TV/patriot and secure your long-term emergency food storage from my Patriot supply. My Patriot supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks and snacks total in over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now, That is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you.
2: Dark to Light with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations.
0: All right, we are back to the Dark to Light show. And uh, thanks, John, for that call. Now, for people who are interested in the George Herbert Walker Bush connection, to the JFK assassination and all this, uh, what, what John was talking about there was the running of cocaine. And, and so... The, the Bush crime family um, claims they made all their money on oil, but one of the real ways that they made money was the running of narcotics up from Central and South America. This is why in the 1970s and the 1980s, we had a lot of fallout within Central America and South America and a lot of operations to overthrow those governments, confessions of an economic hitman. But one thing that you need to go check out, and this This actually, so this is hard to talk about because we only have like six minutes. Uh, And this is like a three-hour documentary if I was going to tell you all of this. But uh, one thing that you want to look into is Zapata Offshore, Z-A-P-A-T-A, Offshore, okay? Now, Zapata Offshore was a company owned by George Bush that operated out of Cuba. Yes, Cuba. Now, what was interesting is JFK realized what they were doing, what Alan Dulles, George Bush, and this crime syndicate were doing through Cuba. And so he went to shut them down. JFK went to shut down their, their bringing in of narcotics and drugs and human trafficking through Cuba. And he realized they were doing it through offshore oil companies. And so when he made that move, well, guess what happens next? The Bay of Pigs incident. Oh, wow. Look at that. Which they basically created to make JFK look bad and put him in a position basically saying, don't threaten our authority. We run this country. And then obviously, not, sh- not shortly after, JFK was dead. Operation Mongoose is another one. Just, just start researching. You start researching this, you're going to find some incredible information. And it's not Ethan Hunt, by the way. It's Howard Hunt. Howard Hunt was the man, gentleman I was, I was talking about. It's been just so long since I've looked at any of this information. But we were talking about Hunter Biden's uh, cloud laptop here, the storage that uh, apparently has been released and leaked. And there's nothing very new. There's, uh, we're finding out that Hunter Biden likes child porn that uh some people are saying that he calls Joe peto Pete, but uh, that actually we we we've seen from a few of our sources that Peto Pete is actually Hunter the second, which would have been Bo's son, but I don't know man this this whole thing is crazy these these people are sickos that's all I can tell you, you know. Talking about conspiracies, Shinzo Abe, the uh, former Japanese Prime Minister who was assassinated last week. 17 hours prior to his assassination, Chinese chat boards were riddled with people talking about completing the task for the party. And this was one users talking about, hey, I've made contact with the Prime Minister. I, I will be there. I will complete the task. Anything I would do for the party that trained me. And so he's talking about the CCP. And yes, China would have a lot of reasons for Shinzo Abe to die, especially when Asian culture and what happened between Trump and Shinzo and China, Xi Jinping, the embarrassment of the CCP, all that stuff. Um, So absolutely believe that the Chinese Communist Party has assassinated Shinzo Abe, the former prime Minister of Japan, I think that then they utilized one of their sleeper agents to do so. Elon Musk has pulled out of his Twitter deal, and then immediately afterwards tweets a picture of Chuck Norris playing chess and says, "Chuckmate, Chuckmate." And the rumor is, is that Elon was trying to show everybody in the world just how bad it really was. That Twitter is not this free and open forum. That Twitter is not this very, very popular social media site. But instead, that all these social media giants basically utilize automated profiles, bots. And people who advertise with them are basically getting clicks from these bots. And that most of the people that you're talking and communicating with or bots. In some estimates, we see 27 the 52% of all user profiles on Twitter are fake. And so Elon Musk has said with this information, he has pulled out of the deal. And since he has pulled out of the deal, um, Twitter is going to seek to sue him because of this. Well... They can try, but then they would have to prove that they weren't lying on their documentation that they filed with the SEC, which saying less than 5% of the profiles are fake. And so I think that Elon most likely has that evidence because there's no way that he would pull out of that deal unless he did. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens next with Elon and Twitter. Representative Lauren Boebert reported the FBI over a tweet saying we need to terminate this presidency. She didn't say terminate the president. She said terminate this presidency. And see, she's, she's not wrong because we have an illegitimate president in a belligerent occupation of the White House. Th- that's the truth. They stole this election from the American people. This was a coup on our country. And the coups will contri- continue. They will continue to usurp our power, our authority, our rights, our freedoms, if we stand and do nothing. Man, today was awesome. Guys, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of the Dark to the Light Show. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. You can catch me tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on redpills.tv for the Daily Dose podcast. Have a great night. Much love, respect. God bless. Take care. See you tomorrow.